This is the 77 WABC minicast. And good afternoon. I'm Anthony Weiner. Thank you for meeting me in the middle. Sometime every Saturday at 2 o'clock, we'll take some steps away from the hot takes of the far left and the far right and try to bring some context to the news of the week or maybe a subject that doesn't find its way into the middle of the conversation. Enough. Great to have you along. I have to change that opening because we've gotten a couple of emails from people who are in different parts of the country and different parts of the globe, and they say it's not 2 o'clock here, so I'll probably change that opening. But that's just kind of get me in the spirit of it. Welcome to Episode 99 of the show. I don't know if you have anything special planned for me next week, but if anyone does, it'll be Christian who's on the board. Jonas is on the uh, calls, and Kevin is supervising. So great to have you along. I'll be here with you until 4 o'clock. No mystery who what happens at 4 o'clock this week. You probably saw the ad in the New York Post, or you uh, might have heard it. They've been promoting it pretty heavily this week. You know, each week on Left versus Right, we've been in calendar year 2024, aspiring to kind of live up to the the kind of competitive nature of this being an election year. And so we've been doing real kind of issue debates, not, you know, not just talking about stuff, not one hand clapping, actual debates. And that's what left versus right kind of started out with. Curtis and I would do a little bit of that. But then John Katzenmatis, the owner of the place, said, I want to hop in there and I want to give Anthony uh, some topics to talk about. We went back and forth and people loved it. The ratings went up. Everyone was into it. Then um, then Curtis did it last week, and we kind of changed the format a little, did a bunch of different issues. So this week, at 4 o'clock, when my show is done, I'm going to be debating, checks notes, Roger Stone. I mean, it really is a sign that the universe is falling in on itself. Anthony Weiner and Roger Stone debating the issues. I am ready. They're going to keep throwing at me more and more you know, interesting people to debate, and I'm glad to do it. I don't mind being, I mean, let's be honest, I'm the only Democrat here. I mean, there are some people who say I'm a Democrat, I just, my, my party left me or whatnot, but I'm the only Democrat here, and I'm pr- proud to be it. And I think this station deserves a lot of credit in an election year where we do opinion, and it's right-leaning opinion, no doubt about it. But at the top of the hour, the news is right down the middle. But there is always all voices are welcome. And the fact that not only do I have a show, not only is this the 99th episode, but it's been expanded to two hours. And I have a podcast called The Middle Unplugged, which has episode 68, where we talk about some of the delays in the different Trump trials. So I hope you can stick around for that. And we have a ton to do today, whether you're listening on the radio or listening at WABCradio.com or listening on the app. We got a ton to do today. If you want to reach out to me, 800 848 9222-800-948-WABC or wienerwabc at gmail.com. So there's a lot to do. Been a little bit of a bruising week for me. Last week, you know, you guys know I played Beer Lake Hockey last Sunday, our second game of the season. It's still a new group. We've got some new guys. Right, you know, I'm the goalie. We're out warming up, and just someone clapped a puck right off my head in warm-ups. And I was, I don't know if I was concussed. I felt like, I mean, I felt woozy i wanted i had a vomit i it was a, i was not in good shape we got shelled it was probably about till halfway through the second period where i, I <laughs> found out where i was um and i've been kind of dealing with a little bit of a headache through the week uh whatever you probably many of my listeners would believe that can only improve my thinking about things coming up this week i think it's tuesday is the i think the, the mozzie phillips swazi case case the 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 santo seat 
New York 3, for those who are not from New York. Open seats, the only thing going on in the country right now, these special elections, are to some degree bellwethers. And this is a particular because it's a pretty close district. It's a pretty close seat. It was held by Republican uh, Santos. Swazi, who represented parts of this district, is coming back to try to reclaim the seat for the Democrats. And woman Imazi Phillips is Philip is trying to win it for the Republicans, try to hold on to it. And we saw last week in an issue that we're going to talk about, um, it's now come down to one person. They they would they try to impeach Mayorkas last week, couldn't do it because they didn't have enough people. They would have one more person, one more Republican, uh, they would have been able to do it. So it matters. I do have to say, and you know, I mean, I'm I'm a Democrat. I I hope Swazi wins. The strategy that Mazi Philip is taking of like intentionally not answering some questions, laying low, essentially. They had a debate this week where she wouldn't say if she was pro-life or pro-choice. She kind of danced around it. Some said, I don't like it, but other people do. And now she's been asked repeatedly. She's registered Democrat. Who did you vote for in 2016, 2020? She says, I don't remember. (laughs) Everybody remembers who they voted for in those elections. Here's the thing is I just think this is a mistake. The people of that district, the citizens of that district have gotten burned by not knowing enough about their guy before they voted for him in the case of Santos. So if there was ever a race that you should be an open book, I believe this is one. And I believe that voters are going to hold it against Mozzie Phillips because they don't want to find out again they've got another instance. Because at the end of the day, the failure of George Santos was the failure of the voters of that district. You know, they didn't find out what they should have. There was some stuff in local papers they could have checked out. And, you know, and so they were the victims there. The rest of us got a chance to laugh about it a little bit, but they were the victims of the Santos situation. So hopefully they get it right this time. And if I were advising Mazi Phillip, I would advise her to be more transparent. That's what I would advise. Uh, some late-breaking news that probably doesn't impact very many people in our listening audience, but is unfortunately um, a sign of the times. The, the chairman of this new committee on China, this guy named Mike Gallagher is from Wisconsin. One of the few committees, Democrats, Republicans, both have things that they don't like about what's going on with China, our relationship with China, Chinese treating of the Uyghur Muslims, China's trade policy, China aggression in the South China Sea. And this committee, unlike any other committee in Congress, I think, I think this is fair to say, had worked in a pretty bipartisan way. Their votes were not partisan. They got along pretty well. And some of it is because this guy, Mike Gallagher from Wisconsin, was a a reasonable guy, just wanted to get some stuff done. And he announced he's retiring because he can't get anything done in this Congress. That's the problem all around him. It's kind of like jokers to the left of me, jokers to the right. So he's leaving that to was just announced. That's a little bit disappointing. Um, and of course, the Super Bowl's tomorrow. I have no dog in this hunt. I really don't. I don't. I mean, I'll probably tune in a little bit for it. I mean, I'm an American, and it's an American kind of holiday, so I'll tune in for it. The Grammys were this week. Again, another thing I don't tune in for. But there was a lot all over my feed was Tracy Chapman with Fast Car. So great to see her. That video, if you haven't seen it, I'm not a – I don't watch the Grammys. I'm sure you don't either. But if you haven't seen it, Tracy Chapman coming back and doing a song from – 1988, 89, as a duet with this uh, country music cat. It was just such a great moment because you can kind of see her come out there 
she's not been mm, look she's she's it's one of the most famous songs in, in the world i have heard people comment oh my god this, this i hadn't heard this before what a great comeback and whatever it is no she's been nice like quadruple platinum records and everything else but she hasn't been one of these classic rock stars that was everywhere and so she comes out on stage and she's doing she can see her playing the first few chords of this iconic song and this kind of emotion washes over her face like oh I'm really stressed and nervous about this, but apparently people still like me. It was just very sweet and a great rendition of the song. And maybe Christian can find it. We can play it at one of the breaks. 